Let's talk about our democracy for a minute. <laughs> but let's do it in a way that makes the snowflakes' heads explode. Let me be clear before this podcast begins. We are loud, loud proud, proud, and do not give a fuck. This is the Tony Michaels Podcast. Real and raw political and social commentary. The freedom to oppress the rights of other people is not liberty. You shit-eating moron. Ah, the smell of freedom of speech. This is the Tony Michaels Podcast, and this is Tony Michaels. Hey, Tony, fuck them. Good morning, good Monday morning, Memorial Day weekend, we remember all that, all the fallen and all the lost this weekend, um, a lot of stuff going around uh, social media about uh, Memorial Day, I have a few videos that I want to show you, um, uh, there was a picture that brought my attention to the Vietnam Veterans Memorial. Uh, to those who had fallen in Vietnam. And I watched a few videos this morning, and I want to show you those those couple videos, some archive footage, um, and then a Vice News piece that was done a couple years ago. I found very interesting. I, I figured you guys might like to see some of that stuff on Memorial Day. We are live here every single Monday through Friday, every single weekday. Noon Eastern, 11 Central, 9 Pacific on YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. And now simulcasting from the Midas Touch Facebook page. We don't take a day off here. It might be a national holiday. But I still yell and scream into the microphone. And boy, do we have... <laughs> not, not, I mean, there is some yelling and screaming to do today into the microphone. But more than anything, it's... Uh, <clears throat> we got a goof on these some bitches. Whew, there's a lot of stuff going on over the week. You've seen the uh, title of the show. This is episode 150. 150, folks. Peach tree dish. What a fucking bonehead. Ugh. This fucking moron. Marjorie Taylor Green. They, they really are in a fucking competition of who is the dumbest, the absolute dumbest congressperson. Like, they just... Can't stop. And Mo Brooks even on Fox News. Tripping over himself. Sycophant for the former guy. For the MAGA king. King diapers. Ooh. Uh, we watched Lauren Boebert. A video of her last week. But we also have some senators that are on the list today. And Wayne LaPierre. You remember Wayne LaPierre from the NRA? Um, there's a great, great video that the Good Liars did. And they got a chance to speak directly to Wayne LaPierre uh, at the NRA convention. So we're going to play that. And then I've got a, a, a classic George Carlin clip about Wayne LaPierre that I'd like to play as well. You know I'm a big George Carlin fan. You guys haven't seen the documentary, have you? If you haven't, go watch it. Uh, if you can, if you have HBO Max or HBO, it is it is an absolute wonderful uh, documentary on the late great philosopher and comedian George Carlin. 
Uh, you can tell a lot of my work is influenced by by Georgie. So go take a look at that. We're gonna we're gonna watch a clip today on the show of George, but we're also gonna watch some clips on the um, again the Vietnam Veterans Memorial uh, that was built in Washington D.C. It was um, inducted in 1982, so it's been quite some time. But it caught my attention. It's been 40 years now, but it caught my attention um, this morning from a picture that someone had posted. And I was like, hmm, and I'm going to go search this. And uh, I found some a uh, couple of videos that I want to show you guys. So we're going to look at that. And then we're going to look at a ton. We're going to surf the Tweety Tweets and the Trendy Trends like we always do here on the Tony Michaels podcast. Because we got a lot of video to get to. So hopefully Gabe will join us at the bottom of the hour, our co-host. An executive producer, Gabe Sanchez. I also have a video I want to show you of Gabe's that he did that we aired. We gave you a teaser the other day, and then it debuted on the Midas Touch YouTube channel. A fantastic debut of what was that? What was that? So we're going to uh, play play the debut episode again today in its full form, so you guys can see it. So stay with us today. I appreciate you coming and joining us here on Memorial Day. Again, if you have veterans out there or no veterans out there, especially the ones who are fallen and family members that are fallen, um, send, send, send love to them today. We want to do that. We want to do that. Uh, so let's let's start off. I, I, I don't know. Maybe we'll just uh, go to this picture that I uh, that I found of this veteran. Um, it is actually. Uh, here, here is the, let's bring it up here. Here's the picture here of the veteran holding a flag. Now, let me make it a little bigger here. There we go. And if you guys are listening on the directories, you should come over and subscribe to the YouTube channel. That way you can watch it every once in a while so you can see what we see. Um, on the screen is, a, is an elderly gentleman. He has a, a uniform on. He's holding a flag, and he um, he's looking like he's remembering something. And um, the tweet here was from Dr. Gutterman. It says, remembering those who gave the ultimate sacrifice for the United States. This photo is via U.S. Department of Defense. The man's name is Joseph Ambrose, a World War I veteran. And this is at the 1982 Dedication Day Parade for Vietnam Veterans Memorial and holding the flag that covered the casket of his son who was killed in the Korean War. So three wars in this picture here. Um, he was there to help commemorate uh, the inauguration of the Vietnam War's Veterans uh, War Memorial in Washington, D.C. in 1985, holding the flag that uh, was draped over his son's casket in the in the Korean War, and he is a World War One veteran. Um, so three wars in this one picture, and that led me that led me to uh, go look up a few things on the tubes of you. Um, I I figured, you know what? I want to know more about this. I want to know more about this Vietnam um, memorial. And what the history of it is, because I because I know I know um, from studying in the past that it it was, you know, um, it was 
at one time a very contentious thing. There was a lot of problems that happened when they were trying to um, bring this memorial uh, about uh, in the design, who designed it, that sort of thing. But I want to um, I want to play first. I want to play the a um, historical archived footage of this memorial. Um, so let me get it queued here. So let's play this video here. Uh, I believe this is from 1982. The Vietnam Veterans Memorial is considered to be one of the most iconic monuments in the country. Actually, this is this is the second one I want to play. Excuse me here. Let's let's um that is not the exact one I want to play. I want to play a different one. I want to play some archive footage here first. I want to repeat. So here is the archive footage I was looking for. There were repeated comments of long overdue, long overdue, as the Vietnam Veterans Memorial was dedicated in Washington today, and thousands of Vietnam veterans marched on Constitution Avenue. Bruce Morton has our report. The parade was for the veterans, impromptu groups sometimes stopping to sing patriotic songs. Like the rest of the day, the official program was the least important part. Mostly the day was people, people who had served, people who had mourned, people and the wall. A father who had lost his son. That was the last thing that Jim said, Dad, I love my country. I don't want to go, but I love my country. So uh, that gives me an uplift to know that he loved this country. He didn't want to go, but he was willing to sacrifice his life. And he did after 30 days over there. A soldier who'd come back. All these people on these walls, my friend, as far as I'm concerned, I wish they could have did something a long time ago. We didn't need no parades or that. All we needed was a little bit of respect. Respect was all around today. The patriots of an earlier American war talked of risking their lives, their fortunes, and their sacred honor. The lives that were lost remain lost, of course. Young men denied their chance at fortune. But maybe today, the Americans who went to war and those who didn't, maybe they all regain some honor. Standing before this monument, we see reflected in a dark mirror dimly, a chance now to let go of the pain, the grief, the resentment, the bitterness, the guilt. This was a day when it was all right for grown men to cry. Thank you, America. Thank you, finally, for remembering us. Memory, honor. Names on a wall full of memory and honor. The Vietnam Veterans Memorial is now dedicated. Yeah! 
One of the team who carved the names into the Vietnam Memorial is a Memphis woman, Pat Floyd. It fell her lot to etch into line 36 of Stone 29 the name Peter P. Barry Blasco. Blasco was Mrs. Floyd's brother, who was killed in 1968, calling the work on his stone extremely emotional. Mrs. Floyd said she had planned to attend the dedication, but she said, I finally called my family and I said, I just couldn't do it. So there you have um, that video there. Um, from the uh, archive footage from 1982. And we are going to go back to the last video. Or uh, repeated comments of long over... Last video here. Uh, this is from Vice News. It kind of explains the history of the Vietnam Veterans Memorial. Uh, it was a very, very... Um, rough time after the Vietnam War. The Vietnam veterans weren't being honored, uh, not just the ones who were still alive, but even the ones who had died. Is The war had torn our punch country apart almost, tore it in half, tore families apart. They kind of explain that in the, uh, in the piece here from Vice News. Um, smells a little similar, if you know what I mean. Um, but the Vietnam Veterans Memorial somewhat put those pieces back together um, because of that event, um, the war it is, and the the disagreement in the country about the war. So let's let's watch um, that piece here. And we will see the history of that memorial. The Vietnam Veterans Memorial is considered to be one of the most iconic monuments in the country, but organizers didn't think they'd see their plans to honor those who served come to fruition. Before groundbreaking on March 26, 1982, the monument was mired in almost as much controversy as the war it set out to memorialize. The Vietnam War was the most divisive event of the 20th century. It pulled people apart. It pulled families apart. It would take the nation a while to recover. There was a feeling that uh, it was time to forget about it and move on, which made perfect sense. But I'm a combat veteran. I could not allow them to forget the veterans. I decided that my mission in life was to build a national Vietnam Veterans Memorial with the names of those who had given their lives and to try to put it on the mall in Washington, D.C. We decided that we would have a competition open to any American aged 18 years old or older. Every entry had to have one thing, a way to display the 58,000 names of the casualties from the Vietnam War. We had a jury of a very well-respected architects. When they saw this design, they kept coming back to it because all the other designs were complex. A young Yale architectural student, Maya Ying Lin, has won the competition to design Washington's newest memorial. To me, it looked like a bat or maybe a boomerang. I couldn't understand how in the world this was going to work. However, because I respected the people on the jury so much, they stood up and applauded and said, this is a work of genius. Uh, and I, we can't wait to build it. Probably two days after the design was announced, I got a call from a paralyzed veteran in Vietnam 
and he just said, look, this is outrageous. This is a black hole in the ground. One of the opponents to this were asking, what kind of inscription do you think we should have on the wall? And he said, I've got an idea for you. Put this on there, Scruggs. Designed by a gook. Had the design been done by a regular, you know, six foot four white guy with blue eyes, we might have had a lot less controversy. We needed to make a compromise with these people. Ultimately, we had a meeting and everybody agreed that this could be modified properly with a statue, a flagpole, and then the opponents said, no, that's not enough. I was a White House fellow at the time and was assigned to represent the White House at meetings to discuss the future of the memorial. We had already secured the approvals we required. The opponents of the memorial were attempting to stop the permit from being issued. They were all calling the Secretary of the Interior, logging his phone with messages and demanding that he not give us the construction permit. So all of a sudden, all this work was up in smoke. We had run out of ammunition, except for one thing. His name was Tom Shaw. And he went up to the Interior Department and he said, the White House is fully behind this and the President, and that we really needed to get this done. We didn't want to have um, this delayed any further. I didn't have formal approval, but, but I did have a sense from the senior staff that they would support me on this. I understood that, you know, this is a moment in time and we had to move quickly and we had to make a decision. And it was the right thing to do. We got the permit, and within days, we had construction crews on the ground. We had bulldozers tearing holes all over the mall, and we made such a mess, nobody could ever stop the construction. Somehow, we prevailed. The memorial changed everything for the Vietnam veterans. All of a sudden, everyone's proud to be a Vietnam veteran. Everybody shakes their hands, and they get to stand up during baseball games. Now all Americans can agree that Vietnam veterans deserve recognition and appreciation for their sacrifices. And that is why the Vietnam Veterans Memorial stands here today. And in 1982, the memorial was dedicated to 50,000 Vietnam veterans there. And they embraced the wall. The nation embraced the wall. It was pretty apparent that uh, this is going to have a profound impact on what needed to happen, which was to heal the wounds of the war. So there you have some of the controversy over the Vietnam Veterans Memorial. Um, ultimately, in 1982, it was dedicated and has been ever since. And uh, many people go to that wall every year to see the names, some uh, names that they know. Um, so keep that in mind on today. And it's not just the Vietnam War. We have uh, recent wars in the last 20 years. Um, the Gulf War. The Korean War. The Second World War. The First World War. Um, all losing family, friends, heroes lost as we remember Memorial Day. Uh, a lot of people think it's for all veterans, which we should remember all veterans that serve our country honorably to their oath. But today, today is a day that we remember the fallen, the fallen soldiers um, that fought and died to give us our liberty. 
for the rights and the freedoms that are the vehicle to the liberty in which we seek and that is in the Constitution for equality and equity for every single person in this country. Uh, Those fallen soldiers fought for us to kneel during the national anthem, fought for us to protest in the streets against fascists trying to take away our rights to our bodies, gave us the ability to make sure that we secured our vote to select a government that would work for the people, by the people, and for the people. And that is what we have to do this year. We have to show that their fall, those fallen sh- soldiers did not fall in vain. We must protect our Constitution. We must protect our democracy. Whether you're conservative, you're liberal, you're Republican, you're Democrat, you're an independent, you're libertarian. Remember the sacrifice that those families, those mothers, those fathers, sisters, brothers, husbands, wives made for their loved ones to give the ultimate sacrifice to our country. Remember that on this day. Hang right with us. We will be right back with the Tweety Tweets and Trendy Trends. My co-host Gabe Sanchez is going to join us. Stick around right after this break. We are going to go back to the Tweety Tweets and the Trendy Trends. Hang tight. We'll be right back. Mark, 60 seconds. This is the Tony Michaels Podcast. Are you annoyed by masks infringing on your rights? Do you wish you didn't have to comply with Biden's communist mask mandate? Are you tired of wearing masks that actually fit your face? Well, now you don't have to be. Introducing the Droop. With our patented Droop technology, every mask is uniquely molded to not fit your face. Just send us a selfie and we'll have one of our Droopists mold the mask for you elastic free. Thanks to the Droop, I don't even need to pull my mask on anymore. It just sags that way. The Droop lets you customize from a selection of pre-worn masks, lipstick stains included. Make sure to order your Droop today. Droop, be the spread you want to see in the world. Catch Tony's Twitch stream, The Shit List Roundup, at twitch.tv slash the Tony Michaels. We're back to the king of brilliance. This is the Tony Michaels Podcast. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to the show. We have with us the the extraordinary co-host and executive producer, and also, the new correspondent of what was that? Did you guys catch? Did you guys catch the uh, debut of what was that? Gabe, hey, you had a great debut of what? 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 What was that? What was that? What was what, that? What was that? I'm sorry. Was a great debut. What was that? Yeah, and, yeah. And you, I, you, I was. Uh, I was very, very glad to see that it did well on the debut. Um, I honestly didn't know how people would respond to it. You know, they could be like, "Oh, this fucking libtard." <laughs> trying to make comedy oh, there was i'm sure there was some oh yeah some of those right yeah like, yeah yeah, yeah. I, you know there's, there's always that, there's always yeah, some yeah, of always some haters always in there. The but A-schools. there was an overwhelming amount of people who were like this is great more of this awesome right. you know so it's 
It's good. That's fantastic. Well, you know, because you you were you were working on several episodes at once, and I think you have a couple more this week, possibly. Yeah, I've got um, another. I mean, of course, obviously, Marjorie Taylor Greene. That's going to be a whole episode itself. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I I have one on Trump's uh, NRA speech, so I'm I'm good working good working on well, some more. Um, you know, because it was about gun safety, and today mm-hmm. is. Um, <clears throat> Memorial Day, where we mm-hmm. um, we memorialize those who have fallen, those veterans who have fallen. But also, we we want to remember those veterans. But man, there was a video going around over the weekend from mm-hmm. a Marine Corps veteran. Um, his name is Matt. He goes by United States Marine Corps Angry Veteran. Mm-hmm. Um, did you see this? Did you happen to catch this video? You know Matt, I think. Yeah. So I know I know Matt through TikTok. Actually, we were uh, I I connected with him back in 2020 i feel mm-hmm. like through some other people uh who are also like kind of politically charged using tiktok for that means um and there and he has a lot of gems in there um Great. this one specifically but he has some other ones where just dumb people come in and you know question his his service and this and that and he's like all right I'm, a, I'm right. all right, fine. You want to do that? Let's go. And then, I think it's the long hair and the beard that make them question. Yeah. That well, he's also, I, I think, I think that, I mean, like Matt's also an actor. Like I'm pretty right. sure he's more of a stage actor as well. Gotcha. Um, but uh, he's also like a comic book, star Wars nerd. Like he's a fun guy. He's, you know, he's great. Um, and I think it might be the long hair and the beard, which by the way, I don't, I think that was, I think that is a COVID like, uh, quarantine. Oh, so of. so this was this was uh, this is post COVID. Uh, well, I mean, it was like veteran. during during COVID, grew out the hair. Oh, and the I beard. See. Yeah, well, um, you know, I I grew a longer beard during yeah, COVID, yeah. and then, I tried to. Well, yeah. Is are you still working on it? Is that no, your twenty twenty no, no. beard? I, just, is I that, mean, is this, is, this is this beard? is my twenty twenty beard. I'm yeah, just still, still going. I'm, this well, is my glow know. up, baby. This it is takes, my glow up. It takes a little bit for some people. Maybe <laughs> grab some Miracle Grow or something. Yeah, that would, you know, uh, rub it in. Helping out. That would help it out. Um. So, and Cindy's giving me hell here. Saul, I say seen. Yeah, yeah. See, this is this is when I when I seen it. You know, I mm-hmm. seen it. Because yeah, uh, I'm a hillbilly, fine. I'm a redneck, yeah. so I seen, seen, you know, I seen a lot pop, of stuff, whatever I, yeah, it might be, you know, whatever it is, whatever it is. Uh, you're not, you're not gonna, you're not gonna change this old, <laughs> this old dog. But, but, but back to Matt's video here, it really kind of went viral. It's got like uh, four million views just on uh, Twitter because what he's talking about here is um, some of the ideas that he put forth on TikTok. He did, a, and I went to his account because mm-hmm. he did another video that led up to this and someone responded to that video about some of the suggestions that he had made. And this was kind of their response to them because some of his suggestions were like, um, you know, you should have to keep them locked away in a specific way. Um, You should have to recertify and relicense and know that you know how to handle the weapon every year. So, so Matt here, right. Well, Matt standard stuff for the military, right? Mm -hmm. Because Matt here is suggesting that we shouldn't just ban uh, these types of guns, we should just make it really fucking difficult to right. own one, right? Right, right. I, I mean, he's not saying ban assault rifles, which yeah, yeah. I kind of think is probably a, a good answer to our problem. But what he's suggesting here is to to make it really fucking difficult for someone to own one and keep one. Now, right. Um, which, you know, th- there can be a lot of different playing fields here when you're talking about um, having reasonable common sense gun reform. Mm-hmm. And I, I think Matt makes a good case for this. 
uh, in his prior video. And so I reached out to Matt and I think uh, Wednesday we're going to have him on the show because I really want to talk to him because he seems, you know, he was in the military mm-hmm. and he has he has a really good sense of what gun control actually looks like. Right. What I mean by that, and you'll kind of know after this video here is he has a really good sense of what gun control because people who are like actually trained to use these weapons who are who are who dedicate their lives dedicate their yeah. life sometimes give the ultimate sacrifice right give and especially for matt you know being an instructor right right which mm-hmm. i believe he mentions in this video too he's like i'm not just some person who served like i was the person who also made sure that we followed the protocol for the like for the next cohort Right. Of Marines that came in, like to make sure that they we were instilling the same procedure. It wasn't just like you got a gun on your pillow. That's good enough for me. You know, right. It's like, right. Because let's it, actually keep track of this stuff, because for them, it's not just about the gun itself. It's about the safety of the human beings. Right. right. Like like um, it, we spend a lot of money training and, and making sure that our soldiers are very knowledgeable Right. With weapons and these types of weapons and even weapons that are way beyond the capacity of w- what we would see even um, in, on some of our streets, like the AR-15 mm-hmm. is, is just a really good example. But he kind of explains it here, what gun control actually looks like and how the military actually has a lot of yeah. gun control, like a lot weird. of it. Weird. Right. Really weird to keep those humans in the military yeah. safe. And make sure that, you know, Nuts. you know, they're not harmed by gunfire. So let's listen to Matt's video here and the case that he makes for why gun control works, because it works in this country in the military. Let's listen. Mm-hmm. I, I'm glad that you said that you were a Marine Corps veteran because I wanted to bring this point up. How many times a year do you have to go as a Marine to requalify and prove that you are competent and proficient in the weapons that you have been issued? I'll answer that for you as a former rifle pistol coach in the Marine Corps. You have to go annually. And how long does that take? Two weeks, right? You have a week of grass week and then a week of live fire. Isn't that right? So in the Marine Corps, you have to go for two weeks out of your life and prove to the Marine Corps that you are still proficient in the weapons that have been issued to you. Now, let's take it a step further. Let's say you're a private through a sergeant that's living in the barracks in the Marine Corps, are you allowed to store a firearm in your barracks room? The answer is no, you are not. If you privately own a weapon, you have to go and register that weapon with the provost marshal's office, and then they issue a receipt to you saying where your weapon will be stored and kept safe for you. Why is it that the United States Marine Corps, the finest fighting force on the planet, is more restrictive in who and where firearms can be stored and possessed than the average 18-year-old in the state of Texas. Why? You see, your plan is to just do nothing and ignore the problem and continue to pray and hope that it goes away. Well, guess what, Erica? That's not fucking working, okay? That is not fucking working. Let's look at the Second Amendment for a second, all right? The Second Amendment says a well-regulated militia. If you believe that the Second Amendment applies to all citizens and all citizens are supposed to be that militia, what do you think well-regulated means? It doesn't mean no regulations. Jesus Christ, why is this so fucking hard to understand? Doing nothing 
makes it easier for children to get slaughtered in their schools. Fuck all the way off. He he didn't really hold any punches there with this video. Nope. And yeah. and I have to say, like, you know, doing political videos on TikTok, I totally understand the frustration. I mean, this obviously is something that like rings true to him, right? Because he has experienced it. He has gone through this training. He's you know, and a veteran, he knows exactly what he's talking about. But I also think that, you know, much like others who do political content on TikTok, there is a level of frustration. And probably those also who who make content for Twitter as well. Like you have complete idiots and people who want to come in and say, oh, you know what? I know exactly what I'm talking about. And they really just read a Wikipedia article. They read some opinion piece in the Wall Street Journal or whatever it might be. But uh there are tons of people who try to make themselves seem like they're an expert on some field, specifically something like this, and then get challenged all the way to go fuck themselves and proven wrong by people like Matt, which is great because we need more of this. We need more people calling out. We need more people speaking up. We need more people taking action because if we don't, then you have more idiots who are like, oh, the Second Amendment rights, this, man. I'm going to have my gun wherever I want my gun. It's like, he just showed you, right? If you actually knew what the Second Amendment said, it mentions a well-regulated, which is the antithesis of the Republican Party, right? The Republican Party wants no regulation. They're anti-regulation. Two adults were- what ends up happening is that when you do that, then you get people who are running amok in the streets and doing whatever they want, whether it's owning guns or the financial sector, or whatever it might be, you've got people without regulation. It's the fucking purge, right? Like, that's what ends up happening. Right. So to see people like Matt speak up, you know, especially on their experience and their knowledge is awesome. And I don't, like, I completely understand where he's coming from. Like, the frustration that I have just seeing shit on Twitter, I'm like, wow. I, yep. It is insane. Well, speaking of Twitter, go follow Matt on Twitter. I put the mm-hmm. uh, his uh, handle in the uh, chat there at USMC Angry Vet on Twitter, and I think he's USMC Angry Veteran on TikTok. I believe. Yeah, is I that correct? Yeah, let me just look it up really quick. I think that's right. If, and once you find it, stick it in the uh, chat there for the TikTok account. But yeah. I think it's uh, USMC Angry Veteran on uh, TikTok, but uh, USMC Angry Vet on Twitter. So follow follow Matt. Now give him some love on all yeah, the social medias. I think he's, he's on Instagram too. So um, I'm not mm-hmm. sure which handle he's got on Instagram, but if you go to one of them, I'm sure he's got like a link tree or something where you can find all his accounts. And right. uh, so thanks man for that, for that video. Someone else made a video over the weekend. Oh yeah. About, uh, ooh, he made it. He, he made it about Uvalde. Um, who is this guy? What, what was it? What was that? What was that? Well, what was, sorry, what was that? We did a debut of, well, a teaser the other day. And then you debuted this on the Midas Touch uh, YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. And it got spread around um, uh, Twitter. So mm-hmm. I, I wanted to play it here today. I think this series is going to uh, go very well, especially here on the Tony Michaels podcast. We're going to. Um, we're gonna try to force Gabe do at least twenty of these a day. I think that's what <laughs> we're gonna try to do. If I if I could, uh, I totally mm-hmm. would. Yeah. Um, I don't really have a team of interns or a studio where like it, it, the goal here is like if I can just have a Photoshop full- them in, Gabe. Yeah, just Photoshop I know, I know. them. Just have me in. like I want to give a special yeah. thanks to intern one, two, right. and three. Yeah, AI uh, AI is a is a hell of a drug. You know, it is at at this point. Um, <laughs> but the other thing too is like. Um, 
because this is intended to have like kind of a late night host kind of style, like a daily right. show or mm-hmm. a Stephen Colbert or someone like that, where there's a little bit of comedy involved in here. Like there's some jokes that are thrown out. You'll see some photoshopped, you know, images that are there, uh, but also delivering you the facts of of what's going on, telling you the story of what's going on, and right. hopefully the message coming through um, about what I'm talking about. So that's what I'm, you know, if I had a full team and I was able to run this live and have a whole like, well, maybe, maybe, maybe one of these days, maybe one of these days, Will Ford. Right uh, now it's just a one man shop. It's just one man (laughs) shop on this. What was that? So uh, he's asked me a few things about the script and stuff, but Gabe has pretty much done this entire uh, project. On its own, I, I told you a while back, I guess it was about a month or so ago. I'm like, hey, man, you need a you need a segment where you're, you know, talking about certain uh, news stories mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, do it two or three times a week. And this is kind of what we came up with, because a lot of people like the satire videos that, that you right. do. And I was like, and, and, and you had suggested uh, the late night kind of series. So right. here it is here. Uh, of course, it debuted on Minus Touch, but here it is in full on the Tony Michaels podcast. The very first. What was that? What was that? On Tuesday, May 24th, 19 young children and two adults were killed in a school shooting in Uvalde, Texas. It took over 90 minutes to stop the shooter, but it has now been revealed that some police officers breached the school to get their own children out before the shooter was taken down. Texas law enforcement officials have changed their stories so many times. I wouldn't be surprised if we find out they personally escorted the gunman into the school. This was the deadliest American school shooting since the 2012 massacre at Sandy Hook Elementary. This is the 27th school shooting this year. We have had 213 mass shootings in less than six months of 2022. You don't need to be enrolled in Ron DeSantis' school of banned mathematics to know how bad these numbers are. The Uvalde shooting happened just 10 days after the horrific shooting at the Buffalo supermarket on May 14th. We unfortunately live in a country where guns outnumber people and gun violence has become an everyday occurrence. The correlation between the number of guns in America and the number of gun-related deaths in America is undeniable. Maybe the slaughtering of innocent children is a wake-up call for Republicans. They are the pro-life party after all, and they've said on multiple occasions they want to save the children. I'm sure by now Texas Senator Ted Cruz has offered a solution. One of the things that, that, that everyone agreed is don't have all of these unlocked back doors. Have one door into and out of the school. I'm sorry, what was that? Have one door into and out of the school. His solution to mass shootings is one door. I mean, why stop there? Let's make it a doggy door instead. That's small enough for children to fit through. You know, for a brief moment, I really thought Ted Cruz was going to be helpful. And then I remember that Ted Cruz also tried to ban dildos. Okay, forget Cancun Cruz. Let's try Texas Attorney General Ken Paxton. We need to continue to try to focus on preventing this. We we can't stop bad people from doing bad things. They're going to violate murder laws. They're not going to follow gun laws. I've never understood that argument. But we are. We can't harden these schools. We can uh, create points of access that are difficult to get through. We can potentially arm and prepare and train uh, teachers and other administrators to respond quickly because the reality is we don't have the resources to, to have law enforcement at every school. Hold on. The GOP, who is notorious for banning books and not giving teachers school supplies, wants to give teachers guns instead? Giving teachers guns and placing armed guards in schools does not protect students from mass shootings. In fact, one study found that schools with armed guards were more likely 
to have a higher death toll during a mass shooting. But in Ken Paxton's fantasy world, a teacher arrives on their first day at Remington Rifle Elementary and goes through their classroom checklist. Construction paper? Check. Erasers? Check. 9mm Smith & Wesson? Check. And then, of course, <laughs> when that plan ultimately fails, arming those children that Republicans forced women to birth is their backup plan. Because nothing stops a bad guy with a gun like a child with a gun. And I can see it now. Little Timmy goes off to school with his bulletproof backpack, an AR-15, and a Toy Story lunchbox full of bullets. I'm sorry, but the fact that we live in a country that assumes a random civilian should risk their own life to save another is incredibly deranged. But now that I think about it, maybe we shouldn't take advice from the guy that's currently being investigated by the FBI. Also, how did this guy just win his primary? Anyway, why don't we just go further up the leadership chain and try Texas Governor Greg Abbott? Oh, here's a tweet from Abbott where he talks about gun ownership. I'm embarrassed. Texas number two in nation for new gun purchases behind California. Let's pick up the pace, Texans at NRA. Uh, okay, that's embarrassing. I didn't fully read the tweet until <laughs> right now. Okay, here's a video of Abbott <clears throat> signing gun legislation in 2021. I'm sure this prevents future shootings. I'm signing seven laws that protect Second Amendment rights in the Lone Star State. Joined by Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick, House Speaker Dade Phelan, several Republican lawmakers and members of the National Rifle Association, that new laws will expand gun rights for Texans. The first law he signed is what was being called the Constitutional Carry Bill, which gets rid of the licensing and training requirement for Texans who are 21 years or older to carry a pistol. Those who believe and support Second Amendment rights, we support the right of every law-abiding American to be able to have a weapon to defend themselves. Jesus Christ, does any Texas lawmaker actually care about human life? Don't answer that. The sad truth is there have been eight mass shootings in Texas over the past 13 years, all while lawmakers have steadily loosened restrictions on carrying firearms. Marjorie Taylor Greene and every other deplorable Republican want to point fingers and blame others like they're just playing a game of Clue. I'm sorry to ruin the game, but it was not Professor Woke in the library with CRT. It was the gun. It's always been the fucking gun. Republicans love to blame mental illness for mass shootings. So if it's such a problem like they say it is, then why haven't they done anything to care for those suffering? If it's such a problem, why did Trump make it easier for those with mental illness to get guns when he rolled back an Obama-era regulation? If it's such a problem, why didn't they say no? I'll tell you why. It's because Republicans don't care about you or anyone else. So when exactly will Republicans start caring? 500 mass shootings per year? 800? 1,000? How many more innocent lives have to die because of some weird fetish that Republicans have with guns? 90% of Americans support background checks on gun purchases, but Republican politicians? They're holding our country hostage at gunpoint. We are tired of waiting. We need to vote these politicians out of office, because if we don't, they will continue to send their empty thoughts and prayers and happily take donations from the NRA and speak at their conventions just days after a mass shooting where children were murdered. The time for gun reform is past due. We need to stand up and make our voices heard. A great example of this is when Beto O'Rourke confronted Greg Abbott at his conference for the Uvalde mass shooting. Excuse me. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> Sit down. You're out of, you're out of line and an embarrassment. Hey. Sit down. Get out of line. No, we need to get his ass out of here. This isn't the place to talk to so This is totally predictable. Sir, you're out of line. Sir, you're out of line. Sir, you're out of line. Please leave this auditorium. So I leave you with this. In a world of Greg Abbott's, 
be a better O'Rourke. Finally done. Boom. Sanchez. That was finally it. done. See, was I was that. I tried. He he kept trying to go back and forth with the name of this segment, folks. <laughs> and he settled on what was I wanted it to be Dirty Sanchez, but he yeah. he totally was dodging me on the name Dirty Sanchez. But um, well, you know, I, I might be saving that name for oh, a different for something else. Okay, different well, product know. or concept, no, 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 that, that's know? okay. That's okay. Yeah, 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 I, yeah, I just. Yeah. I just Not. thought that might, you know, that might, <laughs> that might, might be a, you know, a good uh, flavor for this segment. But I, I right, think yeah, you yeah. settled. I think you settled on the right name here. Right, right, yeah. You know, this, you touched on so much stuff in this segment of videos that we're gonna watch here mm-hmm. because there was so much stuff from the NRA convention. I don't know if you've seen this um, from Lauren Windsor, and I think she's uh, posted an update. But she actually worked her way in. Here's a picture of her and mm-hmm. her friend here who worked their way into the convention. She says, Ted Cruz wants every school in America to operate with a single point of entry every day. Well, at NRA and secret service couldn't do it for one afternoon to protect Trump. A friend and I walked into an unlocked side door, no screening passed an officer into the reserved seating area. Oopsies. Um, Whoops. So just, just showing, just showing right there. Um, how the one door theory, that is all nonsense. It's all nonsense. You know, it's crazy because, um, when we heard that they went through the back door and Ted Cruz first started saying this stupid shit, right? Yeah. Um, he 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 starts talking about the back door, and I said that day that it was probably propped open, right? Mm-hmm. Like I I knew I knew that door had to be locked. Like that's procedure in most elementary right, right. schools across the country. The back door is locked, and the reason why is because of all the fucking mass shootings that we have to keep these children safe, right? And of course, their solution at the NRA is just to fucking turn their turn our schools not just into locked schools and locked yeah. buildings, but prisons. Turn them into fucking prisons is what they want to do. They want to lock the kids into the building to keep yeah. them safe because you know there's a bunch of dudes out there that just have boners for guns. Which well, is I mean, fucking ridiculous. That's the thing, and I'll, I'll talk about it in the next video that I make, uh, which I hope will come out tomorrow on the speech that Trump gave at the NRA uh, convention. But like in there, you know they beat down the whole idea they're like we got to harden schools we got to harden schools well you look at you look at texas uvalde like other schools as well we've been hardening schools with tons of funding you've got 40 percent of the city's budget going to uh for uvalde going to the police you've got billions going to you know to different programs that they've been pushing since parkland about hardening schools hardening schools well here's the thing you harden these schools, and yet somebody with an AR-15 was still able to fucking kill kids. So the whole idea that we have to harden schools, and we need to build high walls, and we need barbed wire and one point of entry, and security and technology that deters anyone from coming in, you literally want to build a prison. And right. that is what Trump is suggesting. Well, And it doesn't work. It doesn't well, work. Right, right here, here at the NRA. Here's just a little clip. He explained, Gabe... He explains to the audience how doors work here in this clip. It is mm-hmm. it is riveting shit here. Listen to the grandpa dumbfuck here explain how doors and locks work. Riveting stuff. So important. In addition, classroom doors should be hardened to make them lockable from the inside and closed to intruders from the outside. 
Thank God he knows how a door works with a lock. Oh, my God. What would we do without him? This is I, really fucking stupid. Oh, God. This, I mean, this, this is, is the really guy fucking that, stupid. This is the guy man. that, you know, ran the country from 2017 to 2020. Uh, this was the dude who wanted to nuke a hurricane. This is the guy that was eating paper and trying to flush documents down the toilet. So it should come as no surprise to anyone that he's also the same guy that probably just realized how a door works, right? right. It opens up right. this way, that way. Maybe sometimes a door swings both ways. Oh, my God. Are you kidding me? Double-sided hinge? You can't whoa, do that. Whoa. You can't do that. How does how does a lock work, Gabe? If you lock it from the inside, does that mean people from the outside can't commit? This is really fucking yeah. boneheaded shit. Just like the NRA itself. They told this fucking event, and if you look here... This is a goddamn sign in the front of the building of shit you can't bring in. You're banned. You're canceled from bringing this stuff in. Aerosols, ammunition, backpacks. I don't know, bulletproof or not. Uh, bags larger than 18 by 13 by 7. Drones or uh, other unmanned aircraft system. <laughs> Firearms. Okay, this is the NRA. This is where they, this is the fucking place where they claim more guns equals more safety and right. you're not allowed to bring a fucking firearm into this place. Hmm. Okay? You can't bring a loaded firearm into this place. They also do not want you to have glass, thermal or metal containers, uh gun parts, holsters or magazines. I'm guessing it's uh Gun magazines, not ammo magazines, not just like Playboys. I, I don't mean, know. Maybe yeah, well, it could be like it could be like gun, like MAGA. Zines, oh, oh you know? okay, yeah, I'm not yeah, real yeah. sure. They don't want you to bring knives either because they, you know, they always have the argument. Well, if we just get rid of guns, then they would just mass murder people with knives. So they're terrified of knives. So it's not surprising. Oh, yeah. It's not surprising that they would ban knives from the NRA event. Laser pointers, mace, pepper spray. <laughs> The biggest one, I think, on the list, which is the scariest fucking one on the list, selfie sticks. These yeah. fucking selfie sticks, man, running around fucking killing people. This is just crazy, man. We have to ban and get rid of these back doors and these fucking selfie sticks. These selfie sticks are going to kill millions of Americans. They're probably right. going to sneak into fucking schools, Gabe, in the propped open back door and murder 19 children in yep. Texas. These fucking selfie sticks is what we got to worry about. Signs? Toy guns. Yeah. Can't, okay. There is a George Carlin clip, and I'm going to play you a clip about Wayne LaPierre because we're going to talk about Wayne LaPierre. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but there is a clip from George Carlin way back in the day, way back in the day when, when these toy guns were starting to look more and more real. These toy manufacturers were making them look real. And, you know, they, they eventually put like an orange or a red cap on the front right, of yeah, them. Yeah. So it Which was you could also take off or paint, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Either way. But George Garland had a great clip. He said, they're going to ban toy guns and keep the fucking real ones. So here they're banning real guns and toy guns at the NRA convention. And then the best the, <laughs> weapons of any kind. I don't know. I like nunchucks. I don't know what that. Uh, ninja just, stars you can't look, bring ninja stars into look, a fucking man, if you're making conference? a paper airplane or you're making anything that has a pointy end to it that could be directed at me that shit is banned dude right right that well, shit is canceled 
cancel culture right here all over the NRA sign here. And at the very bottom, it says there is no storage available for firearms. So like they're like, you can't bring it in. And even if you try, we won't even store it for you. Right. Look there, no storage available. Of course, Midas Dutch put this uh, this picture out here. This really is um, hypocrisy at its greatest. Of course, it's mm. not fucking surprising from these pieces of shit. It is not surprising that this is coming from the NRA and the NRA convention. Like I said, we're going to look at a video of, of um, Wayne LaPierre. Now, we're going to go back to, to Ted Cruz because I kind of circle back around him because you talk about him also in your video. You just talk about so much in your video. But I want to show this um, this sign that the good liars put up because the clip I'm going to show you where they talk directly to Wayne LaPierre. Uh, it mm-hmm. is the good liars and the good liars posted this sign. They put, they sit, they put notice no firearms allowed inside the NRA event because guns are dangerous. We are massive hypocrites. <laughs> uh, the good liars never, they never seem to fail Gabe. Right. Like, never. Like it's, which always... is also funny because these people and I'll, and I'll, I'll mention, um, uh, I, I will, I will probably mention this in the video, but like Trump, talks about gun-free zones and he says gun-free zones actually leads to more mass shootings right so you've got this event at the nra which is like no guns allowed you know gun-free zone it's a gun-free zone uh but also it's gonna bring in more shootings i mean you look at you know laura windsor and she's able to walk through a side door with no security so it's like maybe maybe he's onto something but he's actually not gun-free zones the whole thing is based on a study from years ago where they're basically cherry picking data and every town did their own research and found out that it was much, much lower. It was like 10% or lower is as opposed to their 84%. Is yeah. that the NRA and these gun nuts would cherry pick and the manufacturers would cherry pick data oh, yeah. and have a study that makes sure that they say, yeah, more guns equals more safety. Right. And then they send their thoughts and prayers, right? When this when this shit happens, which is um, kind of the aim here. This is a, a Q&A session here at the NRA annual mm-hmm. gathering in Houston, Texas, where they cheered the slaughtering of 19 children. Trump even danced. He danced. He really had a fun time, you know, uh, memorializing the, the stack of dead bodies that happened in Uvalde. He was dancing. He was so excited about it. Yeah. Just dancing um, on the graves. That's like, right. What Woo. the fuck? Yeah, fucking weird. Fucking disgusting, vile piece of shit. But here you see the uh, the panel here. Wayne LaPierre is sitting here. But let's watch let's watch what Jason from the Good Liars um, the <laughs> the commentary and the th- he thanks Wayne LaPierre here and it's beautiful. And w- what the best part about it gave is at the very end. So stay at the very end here. And uh, so I have to say thank you. The chair recognizes the gentleman at microphone one A. Thank you. Uh, my name is Jason Selvig, and I'm from West Palm Beach, Florida. And I would like to say that I am sick and tired of the left-wing media, and frankly, people in this room today, spreading misinformation about Wayne LaPierre. Whenever there's a mass shooting, they all say that Wayne LaPierre isn't doing enough to stop these mass shootings and even implying that Wayne LaPierre has played a part in making it easier for these shooters to to get guns, to get weapons. You you heard it after Las Vegas. You heard it after Pulse nightclub in Orlando. You heard it after Columbine. 
You, you, you heard it after Parkland. You heard it after Virginia Tech. God. You heard it after Sandy Hook. You heard it after El Paso. You heard it after Buffalo. You kept hearing that Wayne LaPierre isn't doing enough. And frankly, that's not true. The NRA, under Wayne LaPierre's leadership, has provided thoughts <laughs> and prayers to the victims and their families. And, and maybe these mass shootings would stop happening if, if we all thought a little bit more and we prayed a little bit more. So I'm asking everyone in this room to think, to pray. Give your thoughts and your prayers and your thoughts Wait for and it. your prayers and your prayers and your thoughts. And if we give enough of these thoughts and these prayers, these mass shootings will stop. So I, I want to thank you, Wayne LaPierre, for all your thoughts and all your prayers. Thank you. Look at these people. They're like, yeah. They're like, yeah, baby. Thoughts and prayers. They're clapping. They're it's, having a good it's time. It's too easy. Like, uh, I mean, it's a it's a great it's a great tactic, obviously, the, to, the goof, to call though, and say. But man, the goof though on them. Oh, yeah. And the, not a one of them motherfuckers in the room even caught it. Like they didn't even catch it. They didn't even I know, catch I know. Well, that's the thing. Like, you have to, you know, you have to call out the bullshit. While wrapping it up in something nice. So you're like, oh, yeah, you know, people say he didn't do enough after, you know, listing off every single one right, that happened right. and trying to be like, people say he didn't do enough. And I say that's bullshit, right? It's bullshit because he sent thoughts and prayers, which obviously is what he did and what he continued to do and the Republican Party continued to do over and over again. But he called it like he was like, here's this fucking flaming turd. Right. But I'm going to throw some fucking sprinkles on it <laughs> so They'll that eat it. Eat maybe it. some of you get it, the sarcasm that's here and some of you don't. And the ones that don't are going to fucking eat it up like it's, you know, a, some peach tree, you know, dessert. I don't know. But it's one of those things where it's so beautiful and so easy to do. And it's so predictable. Right. They'll just be like, yeah, because he, yeah, he knew, he knew all he had to do is say thoughts and prayers a thousand times, yeah. right? Which, which honestly, the gag is, is that that doesn't do shit. That's the whole right. point. The whole point exactly. is it doesn't do shit. And they're like, yeah, that does all kinds of. That makes sure we still have these events. Right. Those words make sure we have these events. Like right. is what they're jeering. Um, Wayne Lapierre has been part of the NRA for a long time, uh, so long in fact that George Carlin did a little bit about him. And uh, he includes Charlton Heston because uh, Wayne LaPierre was kind of the head guy. And then they discovered that wasn't good enough. So they put Charlton Heston, um, who is a famous actor and head of the NRA. You know, he famously held the gun out, gun up and he said, pry this from my cold dead hands. Yeah. Uh, Charlton Heston did. Uh, that's a famous little bit. But um, George Carlin here, the great George Carlin. And and forgive me, uh, you out there on YouTube, if we have to cut the sound out here, it's because YouTube, uh, the copyright. But I want to play this. For us, man. I want to play. Well, them sons of damn deep state. Yeah. But um, I want to play this anyways, because um, this is 
over 20 years ago. And this was George Carlin's little take on Wayne LaPierre. Speaking of mindless Hollywood cocksuckers, before Charlton Heston became president of these dickless lunatics in the NRA, they had a different guy. They had a different guy. He's still one of their major spokesmen. His name is Wayne LaPierre. What kind of a name for a gun nut is Wayne LaPierre? Doesn't this sound a little fruity to you? Hi, I'm Wayne. I'm a gun person. Bang, bang. <laughs> you know what this prick's name ought to be? Biff Webster. Spud Crowley. A man's name. Chuck Steak. <laughs> so obviously... Um, George Carlin is doing yeah. the goof a right. little a little differently than what Jason did it. The goof right. that Charlton Heston is he's making fun of their manhood, right? right? He's making fun of these gun nuts manhood by attacking Wayne LaPierre that is their leader. Um yeah. and because that truly is what this whole gun thing is about, right? It's the tanning of your balls, the Tucker Carlson type thing. Um this picture really uh, gives it a great explanation. Um, this woman looking down this man's pants and says, well, that explains the assault rifles. You know, it's the little dick syndrome, the little dick energy yeah. mm -hmm. that happens with oh, this yeah. stuff. Um, sp speaking of little dick energy, maybe that's where I get my um, my transitions from as Carlin. I don't know. That may be maybe. my inspiration. Yeah. Uh, here's here's uh, Arkansas Governor Ashton Hutchinson, Asha Hutchinson, and uh, he's on Face the Nation. Why Face the Nation let him go on and on and on and gaslight America about this? But I have a couple clips of this motherfucker I want to play and uh, totally uh, uh, just beat him to death with my words. I think a lot of people would agree with many of the things you just said, but then they would ask, why can't we talk about the weapon? Um, I understand a lot of people may want a long gun to go hunting, but then there's this AR-15 style weapon, semi-automatic, not that good for hunting. Um, the bullets travel three times the speed of sound. They literally blow bodies apart. That's what was used in Buffalo. It was used in Sandy Hook. It was used in Uvalde. Why not raise the minimum age of purchase to 21 from 18? Well, you've seen some states actually do that. Right. And uh, you've seen it in Florida. You've seen it in California. In California, the restriction was held as unconstitutional. So there are some constitutional challenges to that. Ultimately, I think the Supreme Court is going to give us guidance on it. But you look at AR-15. But you would endorse first that? First of all, each one has to have... Wait for it. No. I want to give a little bit more history AR-15s were around for 40 years before they were ever used in any type of mass uh, killing or attack. Uh, and, and the reason why, and he, 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 he skips the facts here, is because the amount that were manufactured and sold. What in the, what, how in the fuck can't we, how can't we, why can't she just say, all right, that's enough, stop. Because I'm going right. to show you, I'm going to show you a video of Jim Acosta on CNN going mm -hmm. telling an NRA board member not shut the fuck up. I'm you're right. not going to just spew that well, lies here. Yeah, th this type of response and the fact that you let it kind of happen is like bullshit. You know, I feel like we should be better. We should follow like Sky News, Jim Acosta. That is the the example we should follow in terms of going again and again and again and following up with questions to actually prove the point and actually you know shoot down no pun intended or maybe pun intended. The actual bullshit that they're spreading here. Right. But uh, when you look at someone like this, 
this reminds me of the similar response that, uh, you know, Manchin gave where he said, listen, I will do anything, anything at all to stop this violence from happening. Okay, great. Well, in order to do that, we need to get rid of the filibuster so that we can pass this. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Can't do that. I'll do anything, right. but it won't do that. Right. So it's just when like this. Knew, like, when he knew he wouldn't do that. Right. right. So like, it's that's like, the oh, whole gig here. That's the right. that's exactly. that's the backdoor thing. That's the right. backdoor thing. Anything to blame anything but the yeah. fucking gun. Look, look the stop talking about the gun. Stop talking about gun. Right. Let's look, look, there's a door. It was a teacher's fault. Right. You know, and they're like, listen, there's that little block triangle that opens the door. That's the real problem. We gotta stop making these door stoppers. Okay, Tony? Because they're getting out of control. Right. And sooner or later, they're gonna kill random people. Well, I mean, that's that's the, the the fact of the matter is, is the door lobby, because I guarantee you there is a door lobby. Oh, there's a big not. door lobby. Right. But it doesn't pay as well as the gun lobby. Right. And that's why you have assholes like this saying shit like he's going to say. Let's listen. And so it is about the human heart. It is about identifying uh, the culprits and going after them. Mm -hmm. uh, and it, you, I think it is a discussion you can have. I come down on the point that that's not going to be the solution and it's going to cause more harm than good. Uh, in Arkansas, for example, as you pointed out, uh, the long rifles, uh, we distinguish those and those you can acquire at 18 because we hunt with those. We, mm -hmm. uh, it, it's a culture that we start when we're 14 or 15 right. here in Arkansas. And, and so that's important part of it. And it's a step. Uh, to go to the AR-15s and how you draft laws that would distinguish those. That'll be a part of the discussion. I come down. I don't think that's a solution, and we shouldn't focus on that. And again, this idea that she can't stop him and say, whoa, 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 on the culture thing. Don't you think that's part of the, don't you think that's part of the problem, Governor? You right. fucking idiot. How about that being part of the problem, you yeah. dumb motherfucker? Like, yeah, the culture, the culture. And like, how many get... people need a gun? And an example of this, actually, and I'll I'll get I'll send you the tweet is Matt Gates trying to excuse the use of an AR-15 to hunt hogs. Well, yeah, well, yeah, Gabe, we got to tear them apart, them hogs apart. Listen, this is all fucking nonsense. I I grew up with hunting rifles in the house, hunting rifles that were used for fucking hunting. There are there are campaign after campaign videos of these fucking psychos with these goddamn weapons of war saying they're not for hunting. The Second Amendment isn't for hunting. It's for right. killing politicians. That's what right. they're saying. That's it's for a tyrannical government. That's they don't give a fuck about killing animals. That's all nonsense. Right. They want to be able to murder mass groups of people. That's what they want. That's what the fucking weapons are designed to do. Mm -hmm. Jesus Christ, they say it in the fucking commercials for the guns and the yeah. ants for the guns themselves is that the idea is to kill as many people as fucking possible and create as much damage as possible. But let's forget about the guns for a second, Gabe, because we got we got to talk about back doors here. There was an armed officer uh, assigned to the elementary school in Uvalde. Um, Good guy with a gun. You had police force response where they did not Good guys the with shooter guns. who mm -hmm. was carrying an AR-15. Mm -hmm. In Buffalo, the armed guard who was at that Good grocery store the confronted the shooter but was killed. In Parkland, Florida, there was an armed officer on site who did not intervene. Doesn't this show that this is an insufficient solution to the problem? You can't talk about good guys and bad guys because it has the word gun. Gabe, right. what you got to do is focus on something that has nothing to do with the guns. Listen to what the great governor Arkansas says here. 
Well, it certainly shows that you have to have multiple layers of security to protect the children. And there's also the factor of human error. And that's the reason that you've got to have different layers. You can't rely upon just one technique. School safety is something that we all have to focus on coming out of the incredible tragedy that we see in Uvalde. We have to look at how we can better secure our schools. And it is about the single point of entry that mm. by blocking it open allowed the gunman to come in. It is about I want to point out here these vile motherfuckers are blaming blaming a teacher for propping open a door. Right. Think about this for a second. Propping open a fucking door. They're going to blame the 19 murders mm-hmm. of those children on the teacher who propped open the fucking door. Not right. not the fucking governor who signed a bill to make sure that this crazy ass motherfucker could get these guns as soon as he turned the minute he turned 18 right. without question. Yep. Without question, no training, no fuck, nothing, yeah. nothing. Like Matt said earlier, you want nothing. And this motherfucker is going to regulate teachers when and they can and cannot open doors. That's what they're saying. They're saying we can give weapons to anyone because we want the profit for the gun. But we can ha- we cannot have teachers. We cannot have teachers opening doors when they're not supposed to be open. We have to have door control. We have to regulate these fucking teachers to make sure they're not, number one, they're sound enough mind. We got to do a background check on them. They got to have a college education. They have to have a fucking certificate to fucking teach. But they also need training on when they can and when they can't prop open what door, what door they can't. They have to have proper training, Gabe, and it just is not enough to fucking make sure that they have college-educated, certified, continuing education every single fucking year. It's not enough. We have to make sure with the big government that these doors have proper training with those teachers. This is fucking ridiculous. Absolutely fucking ridiculous that we even have to go through the motions of this dumb, vile, stupid shit that they're going to blame a teacher for propping open a door. This yep. is fucking stupid. I mean, it pushes it pushes the idea that teachers are no no more than a guard at a prison. Right. If you're already if you're already building up this school to be, you know, quote unquote, Fort Knox, one entry, you've got high walls, you've got technology to deter anyone with a weapon coming in. And then you say, teachers, you also have a gun. But also, I need you to run the halls, or rather roam the halls, on your shift. Make sure the doors are locked. If you don't open any doors, unless you know, you're know you instructed to, you are a guard. You are teaching. It sounds very, like, um, I don't know, a, like a fascist way to teach. Right, a fascist way to control. You know, it's almost like they're trying to make their own kind of... You know, oh, listen here, listen here. He goes on the fucking he's he's on the teacher bandwagon here. Listen to what he says. The mental health issues where we've got health, to yeah. do better to you don't fucking support mental health that are potentially a mass killer. Uh, you've got to have our private sector internet providers to do better. In we got to regulate the internet to identify these kind of dangerous, violent communications mm-hmm. much quicker. Yep. And then, of course, uh, we have to be able to train our officers properly. Yeah. I don't, we're going to have to learn a lot more facts as to some of the things that happened in Uvalde. Let's be patient. Let's learn from them. Mm-hmm. But we can't give up on 
our most precious resource in protecting our children. And I couldn't I, I couldn't remember if he talked about arming the teachers or the police officers, but he said the police officers here. Yeah. But I was talking to a teacher friend of mine this weekend <clears throat> and he was and, you know, it, it, I've had this discussion with him before about army teachers. He is a teacher. He's been for he's been for many, many years now. He's been a teacher. Mm-hmm. And this is a really good idea. Uh, let me let me explain it to you, Gabe. Why this arming teachers? Of course, I'm being sarcastic here. It's such mm-hmm. a great fucking idea. Okay, just imagine a scenario. Okay, where you're in, a, you went to a, a high school or a yeah. middle school or an elementary school. It doesn't really matter, right? Because really, the idea of making sure that every single teacher is a good guy with a gun makes a lot of sense. They're good guys. They're teachers. Right. They have guns, right? Because a good guy with a gun never turns into a bad guy with a gun. Never, no. ever, ever a good guy never turns into a bad guy with yeah. a gun. Now, let, let me let me give you a scenario here where a good guy would not do a bad guy thing, only a good guy thing. Let's say we have a teacher who's, I don't know, slips through the cracks, has some mental illness, maybe has a scuffle mm-hmm. with one of the other teachers in the school. Right. I don't know. Maybe, just maybe, that could happen. And let's say we're at lunchtime and that other teacher's in the cafeteria with the students, all the students. And this good guy with a gun, which is the te- other teacher. Right. That had a scuffle. He's a, he's a good guy with a gun. He's a good guy. Don't forget that, Gabe. He's mm-hmm. a good guy. Right. With yeah, a no, gun. you told me he's a good guy. So I believe it. He's got a gun in his desk in a safe, locked safely away with a code so the kids can't get it. Okay. This is, this is their scenario. This is what they want for our children. Now, this teacher, this good guy, goes to his safe and gets his gun. He has the code to the safe. He has to, because what if a bad guy with a gun would enter the school? He has to be able to get to his good guy gun. Right, right. So the good guy teacher gets his good guy gun, Gabe. Mm -hmm. He's got his good guy gun. Now, the bad guy, the bad guy is the teacher in the cafeteria without the gun. Maybe, Maybe that teacher in the cafeteria schlubbed his wife. Maybe he was trying to get his girlfriend. I don't know. Maybe they just had an argument in the teacher's lounge. Who knows about gun control? It could happen. Now, the good guy with the gun starts to walk down to the cafeteria to go confront the bad guy without the gun. Mm -hmm. Okay. There's also a lot of bad guy students in the cafeteria, too. You know, these bad guys are kind of bystanders sometimes. Right, right. right. Especially with these good guys with these guns. These Mm -hmm. good guys with these guns, we got to give them enough room to operate, they're good right. guys. They're good guys. And a good guy never turns into a bad guy with a gun. Now, let's yeah. just say that this good guy with a gun, who we've trained, obviously, and we've given the money and we've given the uh, everything that this good guy needs to know how to execute a bad guy mm-hmm. with or without a gun. Now, he goes down to the cafeteria to confront the bad guy. The, remember, he's still a good guy with a gun. And he becomes a bad guy with a gun. And not only does he become a bad guy with a gun, maybe he just slings a few bullets and gets a few innocent bystander bad guys. You know, those little ones, children, yeah, oopsies. or something like that, right? That is a scenario that no one is talking about. Yeah. No one would say that out loud, other than me, maybe. Because, right. listen, this good guy, bad guy shit, and I think you're going to do it in one of your, what was that this week, is try mm-hmm. to get rid of this fallacy. Right. Of this good guy, bad guy stuff, because it is really fucking stupid. Yep. It's really fucking dumb. There is no good guy. There is no bad guys. There's just guys with guns. Yeah. That's all it is. I mean, we saw it in real time. Right. Listen, 
the 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 kid with the fucking gun that killed the 19 children and the two teachers in Uvalde was the good guy with the gun. His grandmother was was the bad guy. His grandmother was the bad guy, and he was so mad at his grandmother being the bad guy that he had to go get the other bad guys too. Mm-hmm. This is just—it's absolutely bonkers. It's batshit crazy. I can't yeah. even tell you how fucking pissed off I am that they even use this shit uh, anymore. But really, it is starting. Um, it is really starting to un unfold, and it yeah. really is starting to not be easy to make this argument: good guy, bad guy. Their argument's starting to fall apart. This oh, yeah. is a, a picture of Daniel Defense. Um, this is where he bought the gun from. Yeah, yeah. Daniel Defense uh, bought the gun for this child, and he's got it on his lap. And fantastic. No, no, I'm saying this is where this is where the oh, oh the, the shooter at, bought from Daniel Defense. Uvalde bought his gun from. Right. That's why yeah. this is also. I was watching a press conference, um, and it was at the White House, and they were talking about how this this company also received a three. Point one three million dollar uh, PPP loan, mm-hmm. and so there was a question of like, would they, you know, would would the White House try to take that money back in any way? But you know, another organization who, oh God forbid, uh, we don't sell enough guns. Loan. Yeah, we need we need more funding and loans to buy more guns for my business. That ends up giving the gun to the kid who shot 19 kids and two teachers. Well, I mean, again, this is more of this. I fucking said last week that they're going to fucking have baby style weapons and they already do. Yeah. And that's going to be, I mean, I watched a video the other day. I watched a video the other day on, on Twitter. I think it was, and it was this person that was talking to a child who she was asking, I'll see if I can find it. It's fucking, they want to talk about indoctrinating kids with CRT and left wing ideas and all this stuff. It's like, no, no, no. When you're when you're having an interview with a small child and you're asking him how to uh, load a gun, how to change out the magazine on an assault rifle or or any gun, when you know that that child cannot even bear the recoil of the gun that they're shooting, right. let alone have the emotional maturity to make the decision to shoot that gun in a situation that calls for it. Cause like I well, said, and, in the they're, video, and, they're, and they're, they're making that scenario. It's not like right. they're teaching. It never the existed. To, it, they're not teaching the kid how to hunt or to target practice. Right. They're saying they're going to be prepared to protect their family <clears throat> right. or some shit, some crazy ass delusional lunatic type stuff. And speaking, speaking of lunatics, look at this fucking lunatic here. Shannon Watts, um, uh, posted this on her Instagram. That's where I pulled this from. I don't know who the credit is. It's a different person that took the picture. Mm-hmm. So go check out Shannon's uh, Instagram to figure out the uh, the credit. I, I, I didn't have that here. Um, but this person has protect kids, not guns. And look at this old man with the, of uh, course, you know, desecrating the American flag by making in the shirt, which I don't have a problem with. I think you yeah. should desecrate the American flag as much as you possibly can. That's your right in this country. You have the right to do that. That is your liberty. You can speak out. You can kneel for the flag and during the anthem, you fucks. But this guy desecrates the flag by making a nice little uh, grandpa style shirt here. But he's got his fucking fingers in his ears because he just can't hear. He just can't hear what the protesters are saying. You know, gave the old hear no evil, see no evil, speak mm-hmm. no evil. And there will be no evil. Um, obviously, grandpa dumb fuck here doesn't realize just covering your ears doesn't fix the problem it doesn't fix yeah. the problem doesn't go away 
and that was the NRA event. Here is um, here's a nice little video too from um, uh, Jess Jesse Piper uh, of Missouri. Um, she ran for a congressional seat. This is a fantastic video here. If you see this picture here, this is um, this is <laughs> sorry the the sound. <laughs> <laughs> this is the uh, the sound is hilarious here, but this is the the uh, picture of the convention, and it's it appears to be a little empty, Gabe. It appears to be just a tad empty, but then it shows I mean, it, looked, cr- it looked pretty empty when we were watching right. the Good Lives right. video. Yes, but it was. Yes. It, it's it's empty. Yeah, it's fact. No one likes. No one <laughs> wants to go to this fucking thing. Besides the people who want to protest it, wait till the end because then you'll see the protest. <laughs> Of course, we know that that there was a big, huge rally and a big, huge protest uh, of the NRA convention. Mm -hmm. Uh, Beto spoke at it. Now, I don't really have uh, too many clips of that, but I do have a clip here uh, outside the the rally with one of the NRA board members. And CNN Jim Acosta um, just absolutely rails on this son of a bitch. Um, Takes him to task. Takes him to task. Um, I want to bring in... I tell you here, this thanks thanks for the super sticker. Anyone who's been in the super chat today, sorry, we're we're trying to go fast here. I got a lot of video I want to get to. Um, yeah, so. a lot happened over the weekend. Whoosh! Uh, it's full Monday. It's a full Monday. I'm glad. I'm glad we we went ahead and did this on Memorial Day because man, our plate would be really full tomorrow. Yeah, if we did. I mean, and, tomorrow we've got an interview. Yeah, that's right. That's right. And uh, I'm gonna play that someone. video. I'm gonna All play right, that cool. video. Yeah, here right after this, and uh, to show the hypocrisy and how their message is being destroyed, but. Um, this is more of this fucking AR-15, you know, shooting hogs type shit. Let's mm-hmm. listen. With these mass shootings, it keeps coming back to the uh, it keeps coming back to the AR-15 and similar models. Why do people need an AR-15 anyway? You know, it's just a semi-automatic rifle. I mean, you know, if you want to be prejudiced about the way it looks, but uh, I was aware of what happened in the '94. Uh, semi-automatic firearms ban and there were rifles of similar function that just didn't look as ugly they weren't black guns like a mini 14 ruger mini 14 and of course the ruger mini 14 was appropriate and the ar-15 was not if it had a bayonet lug or a vertical but, rear grip so well, they yeah, designed around I, I do it. want to ask you about the assault weapons ban but you know on the ar-15 how how is it that an 18 year old can buy an ar-15 style rifle and have 1600 rounds of ammo with him like we saw in Uvalde. Well, it's he did not have any prior convictions. He didn't have any prior issues that would have kept him from purchasing one. It's my understanding from the news that he uh, purchased it through a firearms dealer. He passed the background check because he didn't have any prior convictions. Right, but should an 18-year-old have an AR-15? That's how he bought it. Should an, should an 18-year-old have an AR-15? What's he going to do with it? I don't it? know. Should an 18-year-old have one in the Army? Well, they have military. They the have army. military training in the army. <laughs> this eighteen-year-old in Uvalde did not have military training. He turned eighteen and he went out and bought an AR-15. And the fact is that these kinds of issues are far more complicated than whether we remove. Did he call him Ed? Yeah, I don't know. Ed, I don't know. But did you notice when he when he threw that? Yeah, they do have him in the military. And there's this thing called military. Like, that's the whole point Mm -hmm. is that they do months and months of training. You fucking bonehead. And as soon as he realizes no one's ever no one's ever slung that argument at me before. 
He just so, completely. Oh <laughs> shit! <laughs> I mean, he just he he literally just has a huge brain fart there, more right. like a brain shark probably. Yeah. Listen, listen to the fucking. I don't know this Mr. Magoo looking motherfucker here. I, I don't know. <laughs> let's let's finish. Something from the public. These issues in criminogenics. You can't buy a beer if you're 18. You can't buy a pack of cigarettes. Crime are more complicated than than the easy answer. Do you want to know why politicians seems to go to gun control? Because it doesn't cost them any money. Oh Jesus Christ! It, that's that's the it costs the manufacturers money, Gabe. Mm-hmm. It costs them money if you do gun control. And that is something that we can't do. And we can't. That's why politicians always go to gun control, because it doesn't cost them any money. Right. It doesn't cost them any money. Here's another clip um, here of the of the interview. This is a great one here, too. Uh, Judge, uh, thank you for being with us. Uh, For years, your group has blocked new gun safety laws and pushed for the most relaxed rules possible on firearms. Isn't some of this blood on the NRA's hands? Well, let me first say, Jim, thanks for being having me on the show. I want to tell you that I really don't believe the supposition of your question is accurate. I know that while I'm not a somewhat, maybe anybody, not, I followed the issue closely and that the NRA and other organizations, even myself as a state senator in Kansas, have worked to tighten the laws. I think Watch it's this. important to understand that no, it's no, no, sir. That these I, I, laws actually. I hope, I hope you understand. I'm, I'm going to have to cut you off uh, when you start saying things that, that just aren't true. The NRA Thank you. does not work to tighten rules. That, that's just not the case. <laughs> Thank you, Jim Acosta, for, for uh, uh, telling him to go fuck himself. No, you just can't say whatever you want on my fucking show, Dinny. Right. Like, what in the fuck? This is not something where you can just say whatever you want. We're gonna we're gonna tell facts here and tell the fucking truth. This is this is exactly the way the media should do it. Exactly the way that they should have handled um, what's his fucking name? The the governor Hutchinson, the governor right. of of Arkansas, and that's exactly the way they should have. I've got a I've got a video too of mm-hmm. um, the one I was showing you of the kid reloading. I think this is from like 2018 because um, I don't want to share the the per- the the person who was sharing this video is kendall jones mm-hmm. um she's another one of those like you know goes out and hunts exotic animals type bullshit oh, um, Jesus so i'm not going to share her profile but i'm going to share the video mm-hmm. that uh she was promoting and i think it might have recently got gone viral again okay but, go ahead uh, and you play it on your end there yeah yeah what's your name maverick that is awesome. How old are you, Maverick? Not playing. He is four years old. Show me what you do with the gun. Do it again. Take the magazine out. Oh, can you put it back in? Okay. Yeah, get it done. Whoa. That is adorable. Adorable. No, no, it is not adorable. That adorable. is that is grooming. That is gr- that is the definition of grooming. You're teaching you're teaching like, a little bitty child that doesn't understand what that what that piece of material is, and you're acting right. like it's a fucking toy. You 
dingy yeah, you wanna you wanna ban like you said, you wanna ban the toy guns, but not the real guns. And like right. you look at this kid, this kid, that gun is the size of that child. Like that gun is probably taller than that child. Right. Meanwhile, right. he's like loading and unloading it, shooting, changing out the magazine, putting the magazine in, taking loading, unloading, shooting. Like again, you know, very easy to do when it's on a fucking shelf, right? Right. But Oh, yeah, sure. Let's give that gun to a kid, right? That thing would probably fucking take off the shoulder of that child. Right. Well, here's the thing is in rural America, there is such thing as teaching. And and the NRA at one point in its history, at one point in its history, not its origination, but at one point in its history, it was about teaching rural kids gun safety at Mm -hmm. one point for a brief moment before they really started to make to bastardize the second amendment as mm-hmm. if the militia was every single American, not the state militias. But at one moment they were, they were an organization that taught gun safety to rule kids. And when I was a kid, I was a, a little bitty kid. I was taught not to touch the gun, right? Yeah. You're not to touch the gun. Cause you can't handle it. You're not, you're not big enough to handle the gun, right? You right. just can't handle the gun. And then you were taught, how to use the gun and how not to use the gun, how to store the gun, how to load the gun in case you needed to use the gun. But you were not, you were not, you were not taught this weird ass delusional stuff as if this little bitty kid is going to find this gun in the closet. Right. And have it as a play toy. This is fucking weird and gross. And like, you think that a child, you know, like I said in the video, like a good guy with the gun is going to be stopped by, or like right. a, you know, or a bad guy with the gun is the only thing I can stop. A bad guy with a gun is a a, a good child kid. with a gun, right? right? With, with a with a fucking cannon. like you're gonna you're gonna honestly tell me that you believe that this child is gonna get this rifle out of what? Let's assume that it's in a safe location, like it's in a safe in a closet somewhere in your parents' bedroom. You're gonna assume that this child can go to the door, turn the knob, open the door, reach up on a stool, punch the code in, open the move the stool. Open the safe, get the gun, get the ammunition, load the gun, and then drag that gun over to shoot this person that was a bad guy with the gun? Bull fucking shit. It's fucking, it's it's bonkers, batshit crazy. Speaking of bonkers, batshit crazy, you seen Ted Cruz say some crazy shit this weekend. Mm-hmm. Crazy shit. But the best Ted Cruz video that came out of it, the, there's a couple of them. Right, One right, of the right. best Ted Cruz videos that came out this weekend is uh, his name is Benjamin, right? Is it, uh, is it, yeah, Benjamin Hernandez, Benjamin Hernandez. Um, and we're gonna have, I think we're gonna have Benjamin on tomorrow, um, mm-hmm. to talk about this video. He's yeah. coming on the show tomorrow, uh, to talk about this video that we're gonna show. Now, I think this is the video that they were taking. Is that correct? Because there was some bystander videos, yeah. So, there was the first one that got released was from across the restaurant where right. people started heroes going on, and you and it was a snippet, half- it was just a yeah, snippet. Yeah. Because I think what happened was this started happening and they're like, there's a confrontation. And so then someone's like, oh, shit, someone's like arguing with Ted Cruz. And they started to film it. So we only caught partway through the video. Maybe maybe, maybe people should just keep a, a, a fucking camera on Ted Cruz yeah, at all times because someone's going to get in I would honestly just put a GoPro guy. on and right. just live stream. <laughs> Anywhere I knew that Ted Cruz was going to be, I would just live stream the inter- just just in case something were to happen, right. which most likely it would. Now, this is so, a fantastic yeah. model of how to pressure these son of a bitches. And if you notice in the video, the first one to put hands on someone is Ted Cruz. Yeah. Physically touches. The thing is, he does the same thing with the, with the reporter from sky news. He puts the hands on and tries to uh, gaslight 
Right. And then also, uh, you know, kind of dismiss what they're saying. Like, I'm sorry you feel that way. I'm sorry you don't like right. American exceptionalism, you know? Right. Does like, the whole patriarchal touch. Right. Type exactly. Thing where you're like, like I'm listen. better than you. Right. You need to shut up now type thing. Watch right. this video. Um, this is fantastic. How Ted Cruz thinks he's going to, because Ted Cruz loves to take selfies here. Oh, yeah. But he doesn't like to hear the truth. Mm-hmm. Let's watch. Okay. You ready? Yeah. Okay. Hold on. All right, one. Now I want to point out um if you're unaware, um the the guy who looks like a schlub, that that the blob? Yeah, the blob. That the, is the, Ted Cruz. The, the excuse not aware. for a human being? Right, right. Who any man he really needs to fucking learn. He needs to watch a few YouTube videos on on beard trimming and shit. This is fucking mm-hmm. ridiculous. But the other the other gentleman standing here, this is ben- Benjamin Hernandez who is about to talk to Ted Cruz about taking blood money from the NRA. Mm-hmm. Let's listen. Two, three. Go. Yeah. Yeah. We got it. You know, I would encourage you to get a half hour speech today in a race because there are actually a lot of laws. Yeah, but can you tell me? I have a gun daughter. I have a gun daughter. Can you tell me why it's more important? Why you can't support Trump? I mean, that's background. Tell me about background. What about background? No, he's like, oh shit, you're still recording? You don't want to listen to me. No, he he wants you to listen to him. Do you know this, this shooter waited waited until the day he sir, was sir. 18? Why is it so hard to support the but, 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 but the background check was a shot this year. But you know what would have? You, 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 right? you can make it you can make it he can make it harder for people to get guns in this country, sir. You know that. No. You know that. There's where he's putting his hands here. on it. Yeah. You stand at the you stand at the NRA convention. It is harder. It is harder. When there are more guns to stop gun violence, it is not ignorant. We are in this country and there are guns everywhere. And we are dying. We are dying. Why is it so hard? Why is it so hard? Benjamin will be on uh, joining us tomorrow to tell his side of the story mm-hmm. here. Um, obviously you see the video, but um, um, it is a, uh, it's one of those things that, you know, you would hope cause uh, Benjamin is out of the, I think he's out of the Houston area in Texas. And so, you know, I, I look at this and, you know, he gun control and reform is something that's you know definitely one of his kind of pillars that he believes in. And when you've got representatives or, you know, lawmakers, whoever, like Ted Cruz. I mean, like we've seen it. We saw it last week. We'll see it again this week. We saw in the video just now his 
his ability to completely dismiss another person and say, your thoughts aren't valid. And I don't really care what you have to say, because what I'm going to say is that I'm right and you're wrong and I'm in control and you're not. And you are just a nuisance to the public right now. And that's what Ted Cruz does to anyone who disagrees with him, anyone who actually brings facts, anyone who actually corrects him and says, well, actually, you're wrong on this because of X, Y, Z. You know, anyone who calls him out for the bullshit, his responsibility or the the accountability that should be had on these politicians like Ted Cruz, who have who have passed bills and supported, you know, pro Second Amendment agenda. You know, you've got people like Benjamin Hernandez, which I feel like, you know, should should you be doing more of this just like Beto? They should be calling these people out. They should be. I don't you know, some people and that's the other thing, too. Some people get really upset. Like it should be done in a public setting, not in a private setting at this point. I don't fucking care. Call them right. out. Call them out. Call them out. Right. You got extra protection for SCOTUS when people are picketing on the public sidewalk outside the house. And people say, you know what? That's just in poor taste. You shouldn't do that. Right. You shouldn't. Uh, you shouldn't. Uh, uh, um, di- you shouldn't go into someone's restaurant and and kind of disrupt their dinner. Well, you know what? I'm sure that, you know, the parents didn't want you to disrupt their right. dinner by by letting some person kill their children. That's right. Maybe maybe Ted Cruz should get off his fucking ass and realize what the actual problem is. Here's one of the clips from some of the bullshit that this this monster puked out of his vile mouth um, at the NRA. But here, here's one where he's blaming it. He's blaming it on oh, he's blaming it on elites in neighborhoods that are gated. Now, remember, and I'm going to show you a, a tweet from... Is this the video that he also blames uh, there's single parents and it's well, father father well, issues? Just, just, just watch this one here. The elites who dominate our culture tell us that firearms lie at the root of the problem. Because they do. By elites. I refer to some of the most powerful politicians and their allies in the media. The leaders of the largest corporations and many of the most (laughs) famous celebrities. This is a motherfucker. This motherfucker is a Harvard-educated attorney. You piece of fucking shit. This guy is the elite. He went to Ivy League. He went to Princeton undergrad. He went to Harvard. To get his wait, 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 Princeton, Princeton, that's got to be a community college, right? That's not, uh, a fucking... yeah, it's a very expensive community college. <laughs> yeah, yeah very expensive community. Yeah, yeah. You have to be part of a certain community to go to right. that. College. You have to, you have to, oh, yeah, you have to God. be kind of the upper echelon of people to be admitted into the school and then to go to Harvard for law. This is, this is just fucking projection at its finest. Oh, yeah. At its finest, like I'm an elite and I'm going to tell you what the fuck you're going to do, mm-hmm. but it's the elites like me that it's the fault yeah, yeah, of yeah. because they're don't telling. Look at the, don't look at us elites. Don't look right. at the elites that are making six figures plus because of lobbyists from the NRA. Right. Don't, don't, don't look at the elites like myself who were just paid to spit this fucking propaganda right. out or at you. Wayne LaPayere. You know that right. guy. Don't uh-huh. don't pay attention. Who who used all all your money? The elites that we are here at the NRA, the people who actually right. get your money, the, the elites that you that you second class citizen give us. That's literally what the NRA is. Yeah. The NRA runs around humping votes, getting donations from these voters 
to make sure that the elites, Wayne LaPierre, yeah. the gun manufacturers have all the money, all the profit in the world. You fucking boneheads. And here he is puking this shit up. This piece of fucking shit. Let's listen. And those who echo and amplify them. Their resources are limitless. Their megaphone is enormous. Like yours. And their voice can <laughs> like be yours. As he, as he talks into a fucking microphone <sighs> at the Tony, NRA. the big tech and everyone else is oh suppressing our voice, man. They're, oh they're bringing us down. Oh, my God. This is fucking. It's the elites, Tony. It's shit. the goddamn elites and their big-ass <laughs> megaphones. <laughs> and their power. The people who are elected in power. Who who are trying to change these laws, you know, mm-hmm. like United States senators elected in places like, I don't know, Texas, Jesus, or or governors, yeah. or lieutenant governor, attorney generals, places like Texas. These <laughs> Be deafening. Many of these same people make their accusations from behind great bulwarks of safety. From gated communities equipped with private... Pause it, pause it, pause it. Hold on, hold on. This motherfucker right here is going to talk about a gated community and security when he's at an NRA convention where they've already banned anything under the fucking sun that would resemble a weapon. Gabe, selfie sticks are scary-ass shit, man. This This guy wants to talk about how elites use their megaphone in a protected gated community to mm-hmm. speak down to others. When this guy is literally on a stage right. speaking into speakers or in a, right. in a microphone on the speakers out to an audience in a convention hall right. that has been armed with That's security. Full, but and is ba- yeah, is ba- <laughs> plenty of, plenty of room for the guns if they wanted to let them in. Right. But in a, in a gated community that bans, guns from entry or any sort of weapon whether they're selfie sticks or nunchucks or a toy gun with an orange tip this guy wants to stand on stage and speak down to everyone right and say i'm not the elite and this isn't a megaphone and this itself is not a gated community in which right. i am speaking on to you on about oh my god it's fucking ridiculous this guy security or at the very least from safe and expensive neighborhoods protected by high home prices and low crime rates. What is Ted Cruz? Such live? people can afford an indulgent ideology. Afford and indulge in ideology. What the fuck does that mean? You mean you mean the parents, the parents at the fucking school that their children were 19 sets of parents where their children were gunned down? You're telling me you're now now that you're telling me that they're the ones who can afford this ideology that, Hey, maybe we should do something. This is fucking crazy and ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Of course, Ted Cruz posted that video, Gabe. He's like, Oh, this is a really good clip. Yeah. This is a re- That's how proud he was. And, uh, uh Joaquin Castro of Texas, um, <laughs> he points out a really good, uh, to our last video that we showed of Benjamin, he points out a really good fact here. He says, after finishing this speech, or his speech, this common man was chauffeured to the Uptown Sushi in the wealthiest part of Houston, where he mm-hmm. was then, that restaurant he was at was called Uptown Sushi in the wealthiest part of Houston, and he was he was toted there by car. This fucking absolute piece of garbage. Trash. 
trash Ted Cruz is. Fucking trash. Uh, I can't. Ted Cruz, if this is still accurate, Ted Cruz lives in a five bedroom, 3.5 bathroom house mm-hmm. that is estimated to be worth. $2.1 million, Gabe, which he bought, Gabe, which he bought in 2011 for $1.5 million. Look, listen. It's a three-story, 4,000 square I'm sure it's a house. fucking dump. I'm sure it's a fucking dump. Oh, man. I'm sure it's a fu- I mean, he left Cancun when the electric went I, out. He I left know. his yeah. dog in this dump. So it's got to be a fucking dump. This guy has a net worth of $4 million. Remember. Four million dollars. That's not guy, a, That's not a lead at all. That's not a this lead guy at all. Like, you, you have, have, he's game, not you have to have at least at least ten million, and go to at least six Ivy League schools, not yeah. just two. I mean, also remember his wife is a managing director at Goldman Sachs. Goldman? No, Sachs. no you can't convince me that they're elite. You can't Goldman convince me. Sachs, Tony. Speaking of elite white trailer trash, look at oh, this guy. Boy. Look at this fucking guy. This guy. Oh my god. I, there's oh, so many. I haven't seen this, this video, video, but I know it's going to be a gem. Oh, and I know I'm going to want to use it for a FaceTime oh, video. It is, well, I, if we make it all the way through, I want to point out a few things here. He's still got the flag up here. He's still got the bong, crack pipe, glass dildo, whatever the hell that thing is on the shelf yeah, underneath still, the flag. Still TBD. And then if you look down here, you see that down below his shoulder game. There it seems to be like a bag. Oh, you know, blue, I don't. It's like a blue bag. What is it? Yeah, that? it's like a blue leather case. I don't know if it's a bowling ball or if he's got jars of Johnny Depp's cocaine in there. I don't know. But it, I don't know. It just seems like it seems like cocaine would work in that bag a lot. I'm just mm-hmm. saying. And after you see this video, you'll know what I'm talking about. He has a problem hiding his his drug paraphernalia in the videos. But let's let's watch. It's the gun. It's not the sociopath wielding it, folks. If it's, is, is he talking about himself? I, I'm yeah, a I don't sociopath. Know. But here's the thing. Even if it was a sociopath, which again, all these people want to say, it's not the, so, it's not the right. gun. It's not the gun. It's a sociopath. Well, if it's a sociopath, then what are we doing? If it's a sociopath with mental illness, what are we doing? I'm sorry, Don Jr. Your dad rolled back an Obama era regulation that made it easier right. that anyone can have it especially the mentally ill. Yeah. So when these people want to go around and say, this guy who had a mental illness, he should have had the gun. He passed the background checks. I wonder why he passed the background checks. Cause you guys fucking removed the check that said he shouldn't get the gun in the first place. Right. You know, I'm really thinking that Donald Trump Jr. is trying to copy me, man. He used to be a clean shaven and had that <laughs> stupid fucking care cut, but now he's got the beard. He's sitting in his chair and I know I don't have any drug pale for name, but I do have this sign behind me here that says "Nugs, not drugs." Yeah, I don't Maybe know. He's he, thinking he, I, drugs. He's got he's the drugs. T-shirt on. He went from a he went from a fake ass twenty thousand dollars suit, which aren't actually twenty thousand dollars suits, are yeah. fake. And he went to All a Trump T-shirt. Suits. I feel like he's trying to copy me here. I'm just I'm just saying. Let's yeah. listen. If it wasn't for the gun, this kid would be a well-adjusted, know, reasonable individual. He'd be a yeah. wonderful human being. He right? needs to have the dick mic hanging, you know, the mic. Uh, yeah, micro- yeah. He needs to, he needs we to can, get it. We can add that in post. Yeah. Well, you know, maybe we can add that in post. Yeah. That's a good idea. He wouldn't have done the exact same thing with a bat or a bomb or some sort of improvised device. or a No, machete. no a he wouldn't kid. have. He wouldn't Don't have. judge him. Here's the point, and he ran right through it. <laughs> right. And kept you have going. to pretend that even the biggest psychos are totally great for fear of reprisal, for fear of the lawsuits. 
for fear of being stigmatized and maligned. Is he going to cry? I don't know. Is he going to cry? sounds like this is a convention. Like, he's saying that people who are stigmatized <laughs> have this ability to just throw lawsuits and they want to be the person oh, that's going I, to get... Yeah. Like, is he... He seems to be uh, describing himself, especially his father, who loves to litigate to avoid any sort of accusation or or court uh, uh, appearance. Right. You know, I think he freebases coke. I don't think he just snorts it. I mean, this at guy this point, definitely he... freebases this shit. I mean, it's it's Joe really... Biden. Joe, Joe Biden. Joe... Joe Wait, Biden. Does he say Joe Biden. Let's see if he says Joe Biden. Let's see. Ourselves for stating those things. And calling out the obvious. That's what's going on right now, guys. Enough is enough. We've been coddled for too long. We teach to the lowest common denominator. Failing anyone who had a chance beyond that. We pretend that everything is is great and fine. Because we can't acknowledge anymore that people are screwed up. It's just the word salad now. Like he was going somewhere with it, but now I it's just, I don't even know what the fuck he's talking with about. It. I mean, we're at a point now where I feel like he's just making a confession. I like I, I honestly really think weird. this is him. I think, I think there are levels of uh, Don Jr.'s uh, of high, right? There's mm-hmm. like the, I'm going a mile a minute and I'm just saying whatever I think, you know, and it might be a lot of word salad and buzzwords. Then there's another level. He's like, oh, I'm kind of, you know, I'm kind of high, whatever. I could still. Maybe the high. edibles kicked in at that. Point, Maybe. You know? But okay. I think there's another level here, which is once he like fucking breaks through these other two, mm-hmm. it becomes a confession because right. now, because like when you're going up on the high, he's like, yeah, 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 let's go, let's go, let's go. Like, this is great. This is great. And then when he comes down on the high, it's more of a, it's more of a somber, depressing tone. Right. And he's seen the reality of the world he lives in like, oh, fuck, I'm not. This world fucking sucks that I'm in, right? right? And whether or not I played a part in creating that world that fucking sucks that I'm in, I'm this person now that I'm like, oh, shit. And he has this kind of coming to light moment, I think, on his way downward on the high. And I think that's what we're seeing right here. Oh, which okay. Is where so this begins... is we're on the downward slope. Oh, yeah. It, we're beginning to see more of confessing happening I than see. anything. I see. Well, you know, I don't want to stigmatize anyone with the drug habit either no, because no, all no, kinds no. of people have a drug habit. Right, right. I just want this guy to get the help that he deserves, but I definitely want him to stop shouting word salad into his fucking phone and yeah. acting like he's the common man, which he is not. You're not a common man, you piece of shit. Don't even act and like he, you're some kind I also of dollar billionaire. Even without the coke or the drugs or whatever he's on right now, Don Jr. is still a fucking asshole. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. You're not going to get... The drugs aren't going to do anything. On, off, he's still a fucking right, asshole. Yeah. He's ne- you're never going to get rid of it. I mean, his name, last name is Trump. Let's yeah. let's finish listening to Donnie's video here. Because I want to get to another dipshit here uh, that, that, uh, about uh, our title. But uh, let's, let's finish Donnie. We can't acknowledge what the actual causes are. It's not, you know, a drug addict mother and a missing father and a lack of religion it seems like he is oh my god i swear to god i have not seen this video i I, I have not seen this i honestly didn't watch it all the way through i tweeted this with like the first 15 (laughs) fucking seconds i watched 15 seconds i'm like god well i'm i I know that what this is i'm tweeting it i don't i have not seen this video but are we not witnessing a confession happening here. I, it is a self-realization of what is happening. To, you have to download this shit. You may need to get a I phone know. call from Donnie here. 
may get a phone call. Let's let's finish. Oh my god, <laughs> the missing mother, the missing father. Oh Jesus Christ! No the drug religion, addiction. The drug addiction. Oh fuck! Indoctrination programs in our schools. Oh fuck! You crazy teachers. Uh, you're teaching some of the crap I've been talking about in this video. It's none of those. <laughs> some of the crap he talks about in this video. Like, oh shit, this guy. Things. Is Never gonna, ends, man. Cry. It's obviously not the total lack of any discipline, patience, perseverance. You know, and that, that's just gone from society. It has nothing to do with that, guys. It's none of those things. It's whatever we can throw a pill at. That makes it go away. It's not a real problem. Medicaid, <laughs> give them pills. Everyone wins. It's fine. Oh, this is a confession. This is a confession. This is probably, God, I man. guarantee, when he was growing up, he was medicated. His his dad obviously wasn't around. He was going through therapy. He was given a therapist that was like, hey, listen, you know what I think that we should do is we maybe want to put Don Jr. on some medication because he seems kind of like a little bit separated from reality or like he's not really having the same kind of empathetic connections with other children and his you know, people in the class. We think that maybe the divorce and the, the marriages have kind of taken a toll on him. Um, and he can't really like identify who he is. And so- He's, wow. He's, he's, wow. Obvi he's obviously mad at his history. I mean, his come experience, on. His experience speaks through his word salad. Was it? I mean, I'm just, I again, I have not seen that video, but I was it's a gem. so it's fucking a gem. Are amazed. Are you excited? Are you excited? I was excited, but also the fact that, like, holy shit, that was almost to the T of what I said literally right before that. Right, right. <laughs> okay. Gabe tweeted this out. We truly live in the dumbest timeline about a Patriot takes video that we're going to watch here. Marjorie Taylor Greene says the government is planning to zap people inside their bodies. Oh, boy. If they try to eat a real cheeseburger. This is fucking real. This is yeah. not fake. This is also so she has her own little show. This is the third episode in her MTG live series that she does on on uh, on Facebook. I have downloaded this episode because I'm going to go after it in one of the upcoming segments, right. maybe after this second episode. I'll do my episode three on her episode. Three. Oh my God. You're going to have to do like 12 of these fucking I know. things. A this day. thing is 53 minutes long. I have not. Are you serious? It. I have not. She, does, she does an hour of this stuff. Oh, yeah. well, congratulations. When she gets to two hours, let me know. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We'll, she'll really be in competition with us. And I want to point out a few things here. Number one, um, she's way too close to her background. Way too close. Look, Marge, if you're going to do this, don't do this half-ass or three-toed. You need to fucking do this all the way. You need to back up from your fucking background a bit. Right. You got to have some space behind you. It creates depth mm -hmm. in the picture, okay? The other thing, too, is that fucking microphone is way, way off. Yeah, you're yeah. way fucked up. Number one, the room, we got the room it sounds on. very empty. Well, it is very empty because she doesn't have any treatment, right? Like she right. didn't have treatment. Well, here's like, the thing. all she kinds has... of treatment that I have in front of me. So I don't know sure if, that my voice I don't know if she's it. on the road because she has another like let oh, me see. Is I'll... there another studio? Yeah, there's another studio. And oh, I'll try okay. to I'll try to see if I can get I'll okay. just I'll just give you a screenshot. And then well, you I'm, I'm, I'm uh, but here's here's the thing is her mic technique is horrible because she's got it facing the wrong goddamn direction. Okay, that's why I put my microphone. You know, everyone makes fun of this big ass fucking Yeti microphone here. Big mic, yeah. And my, uh, uh, but it, it, listen, 
there's there's a certain technique that you have with the microphone. And when I first started podcasts, you can go listen to like episode one through 30. My mic technique was horrible, but I had to learn how to use the mic technique. But you think that this woman has been on Trader Steve Bannon's Trader TV numerous times. You think she'd have mic technique down, but she does not. So you know that she's a fucking bonehead, right? You right. know that she just fucking dumber than a fucking box of rocks here. Nuttier and squirrel turds, too, because she said some really weird shit. So beyond the whole, she's way too close to the wall. She doesn't have good mic form. Listen to the some of the shit that she says here. And listen to when she talks about Bill Gates. It's very important that you listen to the words she says. Listen. You have to accept the fact that the government totally wants to provide surveillance on every part of your life. Uh, she wants the government to provide surveillance on what your kid is learning, what math they're learning, what history they learn. She also wants to make sure that you have no control over your, your uterus. She mm -hmm. probably wants to stop you at state borders to make sure you're not having any birth control inside of you or taking any birth control. You know, stuff like that. But let's listen to what she thinks the government's going to do. Fucking wacky. <laughs> they want to know when you're eating. They want to know if what? you're eating a cheeseburger, which what? is very bad because Bill Gates wants you to eat his fake meat that grows in a peach tree dish. What What did she say? She, she he wants, said, yeah, she go ahead said, and say it. <sighs> she said peach tree mm -hmm. dish. Like right. not a, not a peach tree dish. So like a, a peach, peach, like, like a like fruit, a, like a peach and a tree. Uh-huh. And then a dish, not a not a peach tree dish, but a peach tree dish, because uh, you know. And now some people could get confused, but she is from Georgia. She I know, Georgia. I know, I know. It's like yes, you she could say Georgia. Georgia peaches, all this stuff, but right. she's also the same one that believes in gazpacho police. She's also <laughs> the one that that believes in Jewish space lasers, right? Oh my God, this fucking bonehead. Oh, the P I got to back it up. We got to listen to it again. Let's let's listen to the hamburger cheeseburger thing. Let's do it. They want to know when you're eating. Yeah, they want to know. if you're Oh, eating scary. Oh, scary. Very bad because Bill Gates wants you to eat his fake meat that grows in a peach tree dish. You know, there's a theory out there and it's QAnon. This is QAnon. This is QAnon shit, Gabe. This isn't fucking some wacky thing that she this is QAnon type shit. There are people out there that actually believe that Bill Gates is buying up all the farmland mm -hmm. so that you can't farm cattle. Now, here's the first thing. Bill Gates is, uh, you know, he's a really rich dude. He's a billionaire like Elon yeah. Musk. And he has the right to buy Twitter. He could buy, you know, he could buy oil. You know, he could buy commodities. He could buy anything he wants. He can even buy land. That's the thing that yeah. you can do in this country. Just like all the Elon stands love that Elon's not ever going to own Twitter. He's just pretending to buy it. Um, it sounds like you might be doing a video on that soon, too. Mm -hmm. But but they're really against him buying land, which is not a thing that he's doing. But they also think he has peach tree dishes, not peach tree. Yeah, not, not peach tree. Not pe peach, peach tree tree dishes. dishes. Okay, let's finish the rest of this wacky ass shit. <laughs> So you'll probably get a little zap inside your body and that's saying, no, no, what? don't eat a real cheeseburger. You need to eat the fake, the fake burger. You thought, you thought when she was like, oh, growing meat and they're going to count how many cheeseburgers you eat. You're like, oh, that sounds crazy. That's as crazy as this video is going to get. And then the next thing out of her mouth is like, they're going to zap. What the fuck does that even, how are they going to zap you? What does Dude, that? I don't 
even know. Like you think you you think you've seen it all. You think you're like, hey, this is pretty low in right. terms of uh, intelligence. Wacky. And then you're like, oh no, thirty just three seconds later, and you you, you just you just <clears throat> you went lower. This is amazing. This is honestly, it's impressive and also sad, but it's impressive that you're able to totally break my expectation of how shitty and how dumb you are. Wackadoo's gonna do what wackadoo's gonna do. <laughs> Let's finish it. The fake meat from Bill Gates. Um, they probably also want to know when you go to the bathroom and if your bowel movements are are on time or <gasps> consistent. I mean, what else do these people want to know? Okay, so someone's okay. laughing in the background. Yeah, so I, I commented on their post about this. I said, I want to find out who is laughing at these jokes in the Matt background. Gates. And I said, it's Matt Gates, probably. Oh, if 100%. I had to guess, it is, it is Matt Gates in the background, which I'm also surprised that he would let this shit show of a podcast happen when he's got his own studio set for his fire brand. You know, like I, it's, it is insane. But then again, he did go on, uh, he did go on TV and do an interview. And when they were doing their America first tour, he said, it gets really stuffy in these hotel rooms, spending a lot of time together, him and Marjorie Taylor green. So look, I don't know if something happened. I definitely made a video where Marjorie Taylor green walks in the background, but <laughs> I will say this. They do spend a lot of time in these kind of uh, stuffy hotel rooms that kind of look like a hotel Ooh. room possibly. Oh, so I wouldn't be surprised if Matt Gates is back there. <laughs> giggling yeah. away. Yeah. Well, you know, I think this is projection too. This is oh, absolutely yeah. projection. They definitely want to track um, what birth control you can have, what you yep. can't have. They want to track what you can and can't do with your body. They probably want to put an implant in anyone who would even think about abortion so they could zap them if they ever think about it ever again, mm-hmm. because these fascists are, uh, it's a hundred percent projection. We see with Ted Cruz, we see with every one of them, every single fucking one of them, it's always projection. Yep. And this is what Marjorie Taylor green wants. She wants the space lasers. She wants the gazpacho and she definitely wants to grow your baby inside of a peach, peach tree, tree dish. dish. Hmm. Very odd. I'm glad you joined us here today on this holiday <laughs> Memorial day. As we do every single day, Monday through Friday, noon Eastern, 11 Central, 9 Pacific, YouTube, Twitter, Twitch. Go ahead and subscribe to the YouTube channel. You are not going to want to miss a thing. Not going to want to miss a thing. We also simulcast from the Facebook page of Midas Touch. And check Mm -hmm. out all of our clips over on the Midas Touch YouTube channel. They're doing really well. So go over there as well and download every single episode on Apple, Spotify, Google, your your favorite directory. We got a lot of new audience listeners. A lot of new listeners out there. Mm-hmm. Thank you for coming and joining us today on this great Memorial Day. Don't forget to remember all the fallen that fight and continue to fight and continue to fall for our freedom, for our liberty. Not some fake ass shit that these fascists want to sell about peach tree dishes and hamburgers and cheeseburgers. Yeah. Go eat you some real fucking hot dogs and hamburgers, folks. Until tomorrow. Surf's up, motherfuckers. You've been listening to the Tony Michaels Podcast. Podcast. In your face commentary of current events and political news. No rules, no boundaries. I think we've made that perfectly clear. We hope you enjoyed the show and we'll be back soon. In the meantime, follow Tony on social media at the Tony Michaels. And until next time, raise a fist and repeat after me. Fuck them. 
Barn, head-ass speaking.